Hello, and welcome back to another episode from a podcast about a game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Jackson. And welcome to It's Dangerous to Go Alone. And I forget again. It's dangerous. I thought I really had it. You said it confidently. I did. I did. I said it really confidently and I really thought I had it this time, but I just, I lost it as soon as I said it. And it's, I know it's so simple too, right? Yep. It's dangerous to go alone. So come with us. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it's dangerous to go alone. So come with us as we review this week's video game. Boom. Really? Yeah. Period, bitch. Period. I'll just cut around and and we'll move that to the front on the timeline and no one will even know. You're a liar. You're not going to do that. I'll tell the editor. You're the editor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay right now. You know, just kind of backing in the swing of things. It's early February and we're just kind of getting over the post-holiday blues, but at the same time, Feeling like sad. I'm moving back into like monotony <laughs> and just like oh no, we're the big into, into the big boring. Schedule. Yeah, mm. we're we're doing it on routine. Yay! Really, my big sad is hitting me like so much later. My big sad is mm. just in full force this week. You know, you've had a lot going on. I've had almost every. I feel like everything that could go wrong has just gone wrong, and yeah. it's just like one punch after the other. And I know bad things come in threes, but I feel like I'm at like seven. It's like okay, can I can I have a break? Mm-hmm. Well, and you we, know what I think it is Mr. Box and I brought a lot of like things home from Iceland and I think that they were not supposed to leave the island and that we have brought home bad juju and you brought some, need... some kersha I think, I think some bad juju came home with us and I would like to take I would like to wash it away I mm-hmm. need to figure out a way to wash the bad juju from my home mm-hmm. so if we have any fun witchy listeners that know how to wash away all the bad juju in my house. I would love that. <laughs> you should hmm. put on one of your favorite games. Maybe one that you reviewed as 100% on this very podcast. Mm. Maybe Spirit Fair. And then mm. you kick back and you light a beautiful candle. Oh my God, you're so increases funny. your immersion and pulls you into the game and maximizes cozy. So for those of you wondering why Jackson's saying that, Jackson <laughs> made me a candle to to light while I play Spirit Fair. And it is the cutest little thing in the world. It's still in my suitcase. I haven't unpacked yet. Um, but I sh- I did show Mr. Box. I opened it yes. and went, look. Um, it's adorable. You made it yourself? <laughs> I made it, baby. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is so cute. Um, and I thought mine was going to be so special because I got it's you... I got you your own um, dice for d yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What I didn't tell you is I have a matching pair at home. Oh, same color and everything? Mine, are, mine have uh, pink letters. but I thought I thought it would be pink. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, mine are pink letters. But... I've been talking to, um, I don't think I told you this, our first person that we were going to use is uh, Dungeon Master, bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Loser. second one has has picked up and he's uh, he's planning to run some like practice games to get back into the swing of things it seems like it's coming together still i'm still excited I about that. it i love that and i have a feeling that like some like irma and um bombay would all want to do it so cool. i think it'll i think it'll it'll go over really well um awesome. yeah i want to maybe like march maybe we can make it happen i think march march would be ideal march is the moment march yeah. is the ooh, ah, ah, sensation oh yes i love that 
we also have some other pretty cool news. I mean, it's more cool for me. I think no, I'm it's really cool excited. For me. About it. Yeah, but cool it, it feels me. like it feels like routine. You know, like you 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 get your 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 dose of stardom and recognition and stuff. You know, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So we are going to be at Comic Con Toronto this year, yeah. uh, which is very very exciting. Jackson um, was super cute when we got asked because Jackson went. Oh, I don't know if I can afford the ticket. And I was like, oh, beloved, beloved, <laughs> if they ask you to come, you don't have to pay for the ticket. That's a real You're... conversation. I, <laughs> I'll go back and find the screenshot in our text messages where you just went, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, oh, babe, no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I... we'll be we'll be hanging out. Um, uh, the Canadian Podcast Awards went out of their way to invite us to, to come and hang out at the booth. Very and we'll sweet, have like yes. a... Uh, a moment, I guess, which I think will be really cool. I've uh, I've been to yeah. only a handful of conventions in my life, and never for the work that I'm doing. <laughs> just yeah, for, so like showing up. Oh, and now you can and you can like you can like hype yourself up and mm. hype the pod up. It's it's really fun. It's a great place to like network, have fun. I love to watch the cosplays every time yeah. I go. I think I'm gonna go and cosplay this time, Cynthia. <gasps> Cynthia and I are also going to be going for semi-qualified queens, mm-hmm. um, but she never wants to go in a cosplay. So I think this time I'm going to go in a cosplay. Um, so you but... asked me when we were talking about this and I was like, nah, but if you're going and we could coordinate, a I cosplay? would be open to that. I'd be open to that. Okay. Well, we'll see, we'll see what I have because I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get anything made. I'm just no. going to do what I already have. Yeah. Um, but if you have something... I wonder if I just have a Pokemon outfit and you can just go as Ash. I do um, have my Ash cosplay. Yeah. I wonder if I but And by cosplay I mean my twenty dollar Halloween costume. Yeah. I mean you do have um the Flynn costume, but then I'd have yeah, to go as Rapunzel and that's a that's a long time that's to wear that corset. Thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh. We don't we want to simplify. It also makes no sense with the podcast. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. It makes us. We, we, we're a, a game review podcast. We show up in Disney Disney outfits. Like oh, there are Disney that's... games. D- Disney Dream Life Valley. It's our most listened to episode. It sure is. Oh, actually, bam, bam, bam. is it? Oh, did yep. it change? No, it is. It is it by is. a lot, actually. I mean, I think it was because it's our newest game that we reviewed. So people, yeah, people yeah. were like, "Oh, I'm, I'm actually wondering about that." That then Spirit Fair, which was our first ever. So I think that kind of generated some hype as well. Mm-hmm. And then Call to the Lamb after that. Love that. Well, Call to the Lamb, also, also a new game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also almost done God of War. So I'll be able to, I think I'd want to talk about God of War and Ragnarok soon because yeah. I'm almost done the first one. It's so good. Um, and I hear Ragnarok's even better. So. Mm-hmm. And I just finished uh, the Dead Space remake, so I want to talk mm. about that in the next little while. So, Does it involve Dead Space? There are Dead Spaces, yep. Wow, that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have uh, some more modern, more updated things to talk about in the next couple episodes. Which is exciting. You Look at yeah. you and I actually finishing real games. Also, um, my, Mr. Box found my Game Boy Color with my Pokemon Yellow in it. And I'm going to put batteries in it and see if mm-hmm. it actually mm-hmm. works. So I can like sit on the plane and play like oh, yeah. Pokemon. Imagine how funny like someone yeah. walks by and I'm on a Game Boy Color just like playing Pokemon. I think that would just be absolutely camp. That's cool. There's a couple accounts that I follow on Instagram where they do custom mods for handheld games. Oh so God. they would put in like a backlight on your Game Boy Color, even though obviously that didn't exist. They would mod it up, lock it in there. 
and then you could play it as if it was like a, a more modern console. Oh my god, fun! Uh, mm-hmm. ugh, I can't wait. I really hope it works. Um, but yeah, so this week we are going to get into our video game of the week. This one is a newer game. It's not the newest, but it is a newer game. Um, we're going into one called The Quarry. Ooh. Now. <laughs> The Quarry is one that I was really, really excited about. I played it. I think I played, I did like two or three playthroughs of The Quarry. Did you do that many? I did. I know I did two for sure. I might have done a third one. I forget. But I know for sure I did two. I wanted to do, um, I did a regular run and then I did a chaos run. Right. So this is the first game that I've ever actually played twice on stream. Um, but The Quarry is a 2022 interactive drama horror video game developed by Supermassive Games and published by 2K. Players assume control of nine teenage counselors who must survive their last night at Hackett's Quarry summer camp amongst supernatural creatures and violent locals. Players make the choices throughout the game, which may significantly affect character development, relationships, and the story's plot and its ending. Yeah, so I also played this. Let's, let's be, this is the type of game that when we're discussing, we should be very cautious of spoilers because... Oh my god, yeah. So we'll so. we'll get into the regular conversation of it before we and then we'll let everyone know about spoilers so you guys mm-hmm. don't have to worry about it. So this Supermassive Games is the same team that did the uh, Dark Pictures anthology which and is more of the same general uh gameplay ideas and then The Quarry and Until Dawn even though being the same style of game are not in that Dark Pictures anthology. Mm-hmm. So they've done six games of this style where it's a lot of watching story unfold and then making decisions, sometimes very quickly, about trying to save your characters or develop certain specific parts of relationships between characters. Uh, and then you'll get the occasional quick time event to try and frantically save your life most of the time. Uh, they're always horror themed. Yeah. Um, they all have very specific themes. So, for example, the most recent one, The Devil in Me, was Mm -hmm. very reminiscent of, like, a Saw 2, like, a murder house and one kind of, like, psychotic killer. Whereas The Quarry, one of my most anticipated games of 2022, June 10th, 2022, I remember off the top of my head. Oh, wow. um, Because very reminiscent of Friday the 13th, Summer Camp, Camp Crystal Lake jason big hulking murderer mm-hmm. um and 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 those types of things and that's my favorite slasher genre i've got a itty bitty little jason doll always on Aww, set he's cute. So cute so i was thrilled for the quarry to come out and i'll say at, before we even dive into it i loved it i loved it oh yeah i mean it's it's hard to, to for this to be a bad game anybody mm-hmm. who didn't like the quarry i think just has no taste um <laughs> but the stories like the stories like this like it, it it basically has everything i think that you would kind of want in a game like this because it's got sexy teens sexy teens sexy, sexy teens getting murdered like mm-hmm. just how can you go wrong um it has that like reminiscent aspect of like the goosebump books the choose your own adventure some camps it's got some real camp it definitely it's camp at camp um (laughs) i um i love in these games where it's just like their technology's gotten so good that we have familiar faces of like Mm -hmm. actors so we had brenda swan in this one yeah uh there was also the girl from modern family was in it as well oh yeah 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 that one whose name we should know 
Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, she was like the nerdy she daughter. Was the, the daughter, yeah, the nerdy daughter. Oh, Ar- no. Ariel Winter played Alex Dunphy. Ariel is that Winter. her name? Yeah, Ariel Winter. Ariel Winter. I love that. But yeah, so her, and then there was like, uh, who was it? The one hot like boyfriend. Uh, in the first part. Oh my god, what was he in? Here. I'm oh going... yeah, 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 yeah. So they did. They did. So. This movie is so, or sorry, this game is so self-aware that essentially um, you've got the game steering into all of the tropes of campy 80s horror. So it did a false start where like you have characters that you're following and then, oops, something happens to them. And then now we're going to reset entirely like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. in. Um, that was Skylar Gizondo. Here's here's what I think what I really want to, what we were kind of getting at earlier is that this game is so stacked with like actual celebrities. You have mm-hmm. Ariel Winter, you have mm-hmm. Brenda Song, Justice Smith, Skylar yeah, Gizondo. Yep. Emily Axford, Lance Henriksen, Le, where is it? Ted Raimi, David fucking Arquette. Oh yeah, um, David Arquette. Ethan Suppley, who was in like every single nineties, oh, like so good, right? Like every single nineties kind of like football movie, that guy was in it. So yeah. they really, really stacked out the entire cast for this. So it's it's almost like you're interacting with an actual teen flasher movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you say flasher? Oh, I said flasher. I meant okay. slasher. Well, honestly, teen flasher movies those exist too. Yeah, no, teen slasher. My bad. Right. Um, you good? But but it definitely but. It's, but yeah, everything about it I loved. I unfortunately, because of my computer, wasn't able to play at the full 60 frame per seconds. And because I was streaming, I wasn't able to do the actual music. But I hear the actual music oh, yeah. is so good. Yeah, so I streamed it as well. And it's always interesting to me how streaming can enhance a game and it can also kind of hinder a game. So yeah. like a great example of it enhancing and I talked about it at work today with some people was Cult of the Lamb. When you have a new follower, it can be one of your your Twitch community and I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But it is almost always almost always hindered if you have licensed music of any kind. Yeah. But like there was some like in Life is Strange where the licensed music they just mute that whole yep. part. So yeah, just I just started awkwardly staring at scenes. Yeah, yeah. I just started Guardians of the Galaxy, and so much of that series is based around music. So there's scenes where they're like, cool, hit these buttons to have a huddle and pump up your team. And you can tell that music was supposed to, like, start an epic rock ballad at that point in time. And then it's just nothing. And there's even a a voice line where one of them's like, oh, I love that guitar. And there's no music playing. It's just silence. Yeah. That's absolutely hilarious. Um. I love it. But um but you know what I did find something especially with streaming this. If you were streaming it, the yeah. decision base you were able to do with your with your community, which I really really like. Was there uh Twitch integration specifically where where you could put it to vote automatically? What I was doing was pausing the game and then setting up. Well, sorry. I didn't have to pause the game because part of what I do remember is that if you were streaming, they removed certain time constraints and you could just sit and, and deliberate with your people. So we would put it to a poll in the Twitch chat. Was there actual Twitch integration to do it for you? No, there was okay. a Twitch integration for this, but there was like some decisions didn't have a time limit. Some decisions were just like, 
Yeah. So you could sit there for four hours. You can go upstairs. Yeah. You could take a piss. And you can see uh, the, the close up shot of whoever the character making the decision is just like slowly moving their eyes and yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah, yeah. awkward like half movements. Like they're it's thinking like really hard. It's like super slow mo. Yeah. But then the, obviously the ones where there was like a quick like, you only yeah. had 30 seconds to make the decision. It was just me being like, uh, panic, 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 panic. But then like my first round of doing it, um, which I think it's, it's a more challenging way to do it is make sure everybody lives. That's what I always strive to do in these types of games. Yeah. I've my first one was, I had 99% of uh, everybody live in my run. I think I only had like two people die. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, this is a larger cast. Some of the other games are usually like six people. I think this one was what nine is the was the main group? The main group was six, I right. think. I think there's six in the main group, but then there's also like a lot of supporting characters. Yeah. Um, so then like to keep all the supporting characters alive, I think is maybe the most challenging. To keep your main crew alive. Mm -hmm. there's some difficulty in it but they they do give you the ability to keep them alive but to keep the supporting ones alive is that's you've really got to be careful with your decisions on that yeah. one. yeah so i had just a dumb moment i'll try i'll try to speak vaguely to not spoil it where someone I, I streamed it basically as soon as it came out and someone came into the chat and leaned into a specific decision it's like oh do, do do this do this and i thought it was just a new person trying to be involved and i was like cool like you seem really fired up about this. Let's go ahead and do it. And someone died immediately. No, and I was like, mother, and I banned them from the chat. I was like, <laughs> bye forever. Um, you suck. <laughs> yeah, it was also one moment, and I think it's the only time in these games that I felt this way. That I felt pretty cheated by the death of one of my characters. Um, it was basically one decision, A or B, and if you mm -hmm. choose the wrong one, they die. Where it seems like a lot of other opportunities you have three or four opportunities to save it. Like if you're running along a, a cliff ledge and you miss a quick time event and your character slips, well, cool, they're going to grab on. Now you have three more chances to like get the next quick time events. But this one felt very final in just one final moment. You picked wrong. They died instantly. There was nothing you could do to save them. There was no quick time event. It was one decision Death. I that happened to me too. Do you I, remember? I, you know the one I I'm talking about? Well. I know exactly the one. So frustrated. About and I killed them as well. Yeah. And did you know there there is a way to save them? Yeah, certainly. Just pick the other yeah. option. Well, the other option, somebody else would die. Oh. Yeah, but if you do stuff before that, then they'll both live. So that's a, an important thing I think we should mention as well. Is this game has branching narratives like. So you many. will have a completely different experience from anyone else that you speak to about this game to an extent. Cert like certain people will live, certain people will die. Um, you the know. story still has to go forward. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you inevitably get to the end and you'll have different people alive or dead by that time. You will have, uh, you know, different things that have happened along the way, different characters with different relationships that are stronger, but well, and there's also different endings. Yeah. Not oh, fair not, enough. Yeah, not yeah, just yeah. two. There's like a bunch of different endings. Yeah. My first ending was the very, very last ending. Okay. Right? Where you get the final decision of if you're going to do A or B, and it's like, how are you going to resolve this, you know, moment? Mm -hmm. Or um, the other one I got was early. Like, yeah. I, yeah, you can end your games like early. 
I ended my game super, super early because yeah. I tried to do a chaos run where I saw how many people I could kill. And I killed, uh, I had three survivors because there was just no other options for them to go because there was no other supporting character for them to continue the storyline. Wow. So they were just like, yeah, you're done. They were just like, sun came up. Wow. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. So you're really only trying to survive one final night and it's not a spoiler. It happens very early on. I would say the reason that you're stuck at this camp, all of the campers have gone home. You and your team, I say you, you take control of many of all of the characters at different points in the story, but this group is there kind of shutting down for the winter, I guess, finishing up the season mm -hmm. and some fucking moron in your party the real chad of the group is oh my god my king eager to let the party roll one more night and so he sabotages the van slash truck that everyone is supposed to use to leave the camp so that they're stuck there and they have this one more night until help arrives and everything goes wrong and everyone told them you shouldn't be here after this day and you shouldn't be in the forest at night and nobody listened Classic but they're sexy teens sexy, they're sexy teens. teens sexy teens are untouchable yeah sexy teens can't die nope. you know they've got to just they just do whatever they need to be sexy yep. teens and get into shenanigans mm -hmm. you know so, so speaking of sexy teens, and this was a actual transition, um, there is like a kind of cool representation moment, I want to say, where one of the characters is essentially bi, depending on how you play them. There's a, oh, right. there's a the moment early on where there's a campfire scene, classic campy camp movie. And uh, it's a male character, I believe, and they're playing truth or dare, as you do. And there's basically an opportunity for that male character to kiss another man or to kiss a woman or to do what I did and miss the dialogue and get distracted by my Twitch chat and not pick an answer and kiss no one. Same. Actually, I think what happened was if you don't pick an answer, he automatically kisses a girl, but it's the wrong girl. Like he had an almost thing with a girl yeah. and then another girl like takes charge and kisses him. Yeah. And it fucking causes a rift. Yeah, it's like I a was whole like, thing. <laughs> I ended up choosing my first time. I That's what I think happened to me where I fucked up and like it was the drama kiss. Yeah. And then my second time, I think I, I got the boy kiss, but I think it's so fast that yeah. I missed it. So I didn't oh. see it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. Shit. But shit. But, 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 but overall, the actual gameplay is fairly simple and very easy. Simple. It's very story heavy, very, mm -hmm. very, yeah. very story heavy. So if you're not someone, if you're someone who likes to have a little bit more um, control in a game, mm -hmm. I don't know if this would be really be the game for you because I found that this was majority sitting and watching a story happen and choosing decisions based on the movie that I'm yeah. watching yeah. rather than moving around. It at most, the most involved that you will have is wandering slowly around paths and exploring areas and kind of progressing the narrative by moving from point A to point B. And there's yeah. some atmospheric spooks along the way. There is some like collectible hunting stuff. And there's some very cool things attached to it where you find certain items around the world and then they give you a premonition of a potential upcoming 
uh, yeah, it's tarot cards in this one. Um, so you you get the tarot card and you see what's on it, and then it cuts to like a premonition cutscene, brief brief cutscene that's pretty out of context and vague, and it's potentially a way that one of your your people could die. And you can yes, die or escape or sure. you know be put into a situation, transform into something like yeah. There's a bunch of different ways, and you only get to choose one card. So say if you find five, they they're like which one? You can't yeah. have them all. So it's like oh yeah. I find uh, that they are kind of not a priority in gameplay sense. They just mm-hmm. show you something that could happen, and it's kind of neat, especially the way that we're playing this game as a as an interactive element with it with a community that's watching it's -hmm. interesting to kind of have that moment of oh oh what's coming with the chat but if i was just on my own i'd be like this doesn't matter because i'm gonna try to avoid this at all costs anyways Mm -hmm. so aside from that as a little bit of attack on i I still really like the game i like the game a whole lot even if it is i loved the tarot cards i loved the premonition thing like i okay i I thought that was so exciting yeah you know to be able to have that option to be like oh okay well is this gonna happen like do i want that to happen do Mm -hmm. i do i want to avoid it you know I, i thought that was such an exciting addition into it you know i think it's cool i just think my brain is always focused on the end result when i play games so i'm like i don't care what could happen because i'm focused on what i'm going to make happen you know ah yes 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 yes. um i don't think we can even really like it feels weird to go into spoilers with this one because there is so much that can happen it doesn't really feel like it needs a spoiler moment because it's like we would just be spoiling one story yeah versus spoiling the actual story we can Um, we can let's dive into spoiler territory and then mm -hmm. speak freely about the 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 story and we'll just play it safe you know Okay, so my my playthrough spoiler alert. My playthroughs, uh, I made it right to the end of the game, and right at the end, I got to make the decision to kill the wolf, right, or let the wolf survive. And yeah. I only oh, yeah. had the sexy British boyfriend die, mm-hmm. and the grandma's face blown off. Like oh, those yeah. were the only two characters that died, and then I ended up choosing to kill the wolf. Yep. And then everybody was cured. Oh, mm-hmm. and sorry, the the daughter wolf dr- got shot and drowned in the pool. She also died. I couldn't get around her living. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's how I made it through. I killed it as well. So backing up even further, basically the game starts. You are a couple on a road. You are pulled over uh, after, well, you veer off the road because something runs in front of you. Spoiler alert, it's a werewolf. You don't really know that a cop being a creepy, weird fucking cop is creepy and weird tells you not to go to the camp to go to town. Instead, you go to the camp, you hear sounds, you go into a basement, werewolves attack you and you die, question mark. And then it does this soft restart. You play with all of the, the main characters. You find out slowly something's going on. There's weird hillbilly air quotes characters that are prowling and lurking and have guns and you're like oh shit that's who you think you're running from but they're actually trying to protect you because they know that there's werewolves afoot then you go back and play the other character you find out what's going on why there's werewolves and shit and uh eventually they overlap so yes that's why there's werewolves that's why your final choice is to kill the top werewolf and then if you do yeah anyone who was bitten which happens along the way and has turned into a werewolf 
is is cured. So I along the way lost basically the the hillbilly family starts to abduct some of the the sexy teens sexy and teens. I had no priority to protect the hillbilly family, right? You can you can get through the whole game without killing anyone. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, but when they were like, fight for your survival. Do you want to run or hide? I was like, hide, grab the gun, shoot the people. And I was like, whoops, killed grandma, like killed grandpa. Oops, sorry, killed. Like, I was just, I was fighting for my survival on this one. Did the, the cop die? Did you kill the cop? I think so. Yeah. Wow. He was, he was a cop. dick. And, and, so then and... did the girl transform then? So I had one sexy teen that I don't remember who that turned into a werewolf and got locked in a cage in the basement, got locked the, in a cage in the basement, then turned the, into a werewolf. The, the, the sexy British guy. That sounds right. And then when we went into the basement, one of the characters I was not controlling, right? So you go into the basement, there's a werewolf in a cage and in the cage next to it, it's one of the sexy teens. You come in with two other sexy teens and you're like, shit, we got to get them out. And then the one who you're not controlling gets pissed. And they're like, there's a fucking werewolf here. And they're going to shoot them. And you have the opportunity to stop them. And I was like, oh, they're just going to shoot a werewolf. I don't care. Oops. That was one of your friends. And you just let them shoot him. And now he's dead. Yeah. See, but if you didn't shoot him, yeah. he would have killed the oh. himbo guy. Yeah. Shit. Himbo guy was super himbo. Literally the whole so story He's just a hot, dumb, 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 kind of dickish guy. One of his deaths um, is when he's naked running around the forest. He trips um, and falls off of a bridge and the werewolf leaps off the bridge or leaps out of the trees while he's falling off the bridge, rips his head off. Yeah. Um, and then just runs away into the forest and you just watch his body and head like lay there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that's good. that's that's one of his. That's how I killed him the the second time. Yeah, I yeah. think all all the characters are are well performed, well developed, and very on tropes. Like, there's the nerdy kid. Um, there's the socially awkward girl who like really had a crush on a guy the whole time, but the summer's almost up and she didn't tell him and now she's going to, and, and all of these tropes. I thought that that was really cool. I will say that visually they clearly did performance capture of these, these people. So it's not just them giving lines and then matching it up. They clearly had a rig that captured their entire, entire facial performance, and then matched it with the audio and you're just you're seeing them as a digitized version i thought it was funny because you could tell the people that they paid more because their animation was prettier and crisper and like their teeth looked better and then you could tell the people that they were like we're, don't don't put that energy into them it's not necessary the i was gonna say the one girl's <laughs> teeth looked so bad in the yeah. beginning let me find her name yeah i think it's the girl who plays um Halston Sage, or no, Siobhan Williams, Laura yep. Kearney. Yep. Yeah, Siobhan Williams. So she's one Her of the characters in the so bad. in the false start that ends up um, ends up back in in the in the in the mix. Later. Yeah, they really because she's beautiful and she has gorgeous teeth, and they gave her fucked up fucking little chiclets. Teeth are hard game. to animate. I get it. We're, but I like, why did everybody else next? have great teeth and she know. had fucked up teeth? She you did. know. Teeth and eyes, I think, are still the things. And honestly, it's because when you're doing facial capture, um, you have data points marked off on people's faces. 
that the cameras are, are tracking, but you can't do that to an eyeball and you can't do that to teeth. So they do those after the fact and attach them on their own. And that's why they always look way more wonky. Way more wonky. If you could be added into a game, what game would you want to be added into? If I could be added into any game? Yeah. I would want to get added into a brand new game. I wouldn't want to get oh. added into a game that we already know. Sure. I would want to get added into like a game that people are like a game sort of like this, like people really anticipating it. Mm -hmm. People are really excited about it. You know, it's going to be coming out and like, there's going to be lots of press and lots of really cool, like new stories. Like I would yeah. love to be added into a game like that. Um, being in a video game is on my vision board. 20 Same. Yeah. Within the next like five, 10 years, I want to be voice or something within a video game. Like that's hundred percent my big list. Okay. I'm going to, if anyone out there has any connections and wants a world famous drag queen in your video game, please reach out to us at it danger pod at, I don't know, Gmail, I think.com. <laughs> or if you want a handsome bearded, sometimes mustache, sometimes strange facial hair thing, um contact jackson hey thanks <laughs> now i think that would be very cool to be in a game um I, I work at a game studio but the mm -hmm. game that we the games that we create don't have a lot of high fidelity voice. characters they don't have a lot of voice um mm -hmm. i'm trying to push for opportunities to do voice work for some of like our promotional stuff some of like our youtube mm -hmm. videos i've been really been really lucky to do some of the the hosting for our live stream stuff so i'm just trying to push in wherever People might not want me there, but I want to be there and I'm pushing baby. And if I get there and I'm like, Hey, there's an empty seat next to me. You know who I'm calling? Cynthia Kiss. I don't have their number. And the last <laughs> time I thought I was interacting with Cynthia, it was not Cynthia. I told her that she thought it was very funny. Oh man. Okay. Um, good. so if you, should we go right into the um, rating of this one? Yeah, I don't know that I have much else to say. Uh, yeah. Narrative, like in in summary, before we dive in on the, the the ranking itself, I think the narrative was fun. Almost every step of the way, there was something happening. The characters were much more likable. Some of the dark and dark pictures anthology games, some of the characters are like there's little hope, and every character in that game is a dickhead. And I don't want to save any of them. And it's oh. always my, it's the way that I play the games is I want to try to save everybody. So I think they did a good job in this one. Everyone is relatively likable, even if there are some antagonistic vibes um, and, and kind of not villainy, but, you know, clearly. because they're like still kind of kids. So you yeah. can't really hate them because Fair. they're just sexy teens, you sexy know? Sexy teens. They're sexy teens. You can't, you can't hate on a sexy teen. Yeah. So mm -hmm. narrative, performance, um, even the technical performance of the game was a little bit choppy because we played it right after it came out and i know they had some issues we had some yeah. weird cut scenes with i think missing characters um and we had some real issues on my end um just getting the game to run we had to do some real troubles troubleshooting in the first session that we played it just to get it to go um but you know launch problems and then from then on it, it was smooth sailing i i really enjoyed this game Love that. Me too. Um, what would you give it, though? I think I would give this a solid uh, seven sexy teens out of eight. I would give it a good, yeah, I would give it like a good eight and a half mm. um, uh, accidental teen pregnancies out of ten. Yeah. Do you think anyone, yeah. so there's not any like banging 
in the game. But there's some there's alluding some, to it. There's alluding to saying, there's some suggestive moments. I think there's also a lot of referencing banging that might have happened previously. Well, there's the the big guy, the the big himbo guy, and the yep. the main kind of hot girl. Main He's hot girl himbo. talking about them having sex all the yeah. time. They banged so, previously. Yeah, so there's no outright banging that you can initiate. I mean, no, unless there's, I, there's secret options, you know. No, 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 no boobs, no nothing like that. No but, boobs, no boobs. But yeah, no, it's a great game, super mm-hmm. fun. If especially like if it kind of falls into that sort of um trope of games that you like like if you love a horror movie if you love to kind of have like immersive gameplay that's tense but not um hard like Mm -hmm. it's not a hard game Mm -hmm. no one no one would have trouble playing this it's not like a hack and slash where you're like i can't beat that boss you know the story is going to move on no matter what you do yeah there is also multiplayer options there's a pass and play that i've seen advertised as like couch co-op so if you Mm -hmm. had like a party and you had like six or seven people there each of you could portray a specific character and pass around the controller oh my god that would be that would be so fun super fun and there's also online stuff where i think you i'm not 100 percent sure how it works but i think you deliberate between you to pick options i don't know if you also represent specific characters or how that works but i like that those are kind of ways to add longevity replayability on the game is very high as well so i think bang for your buck is 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 a good deal and also like imagine you like bring a bunch of people over to like do a big quarry playthrough like if you're just like those kind of video game people you're like Mm -hmm. you know we're just gonna do a big night of big quarry like game through of all of us yeah and it's like a bunch of people who've never played it before yeah That'd be so fun. And like, you're going to be Brenda, you're going to be this girl, you're going to be this guy, and you do each of the characters. God, that'd be so fun. I actually am remembering as we're playing, as we're talking about it, that I believe one of the voice actors from, well, I guess actor actors from this game was streaming it recently and brought on a couple other cast members and were doing basically that. You played your own character. And I thought that That's was super so fun. Cool. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. But um, definitely a game that I would suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us on this week of It's Dangerous to Go Alone. We are going to be back next week with a brand new video game that you might have already played or might not have. Who knows? We, we're getting we're getting to the end of the ones we've already played. So we're going to start to get into more to newer stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you know yeah. what? I th- I think we'll never review Dead by Daylight. I think that's why, why would we, why would we, you know, like it's a game that I've played 400 hours of and you've played probably a couple hundred hours of, and it's the (laughs) first game we ever played together, but you know what? Why would we? We're not going to. I want to. I want to touch like Life is Strange one, Mm -hmm. two. I want to do do True Colors. Um, Stray is a good one. Tell me why would be a beautiful one to review. From um, my list, more Tetris effect. <laughs> no, um, <you're... laughs> I want to do um, Dead Space, which I just finished. I'm playing mm-hmm. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy right now, which I think would be a really fun one. I played a game on the weekend called Super Blood Hockey, which will not get a review. Um, it was chaos. It was a fun stream that I'm grateful that my community allowed me to do <laughs> because. It was stupid. It was a stupid, stupid, dumb thing that I did. You're so stupid. I think, if anything, we should review it because it was a stupid, dumb thing. It was. Um, But thank you guys so much. You can follow us on all of our socials, which 
Jackson will describe to you right now. You can come hang out at uh, Instagram, itdangerpod, and I'm going to fix the format. So we're going to have some reels and stuff like we should have the whole time. And on TikTok at It's Dangerous to Go Alone Pod. I love that. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all the support and all the love. And we will see you at Comic-Con. In Toronto, not New York. Don't go to New York. We won't be there. Yeah, I mean, go to New York, but we just won't mm. be there. Go to New uh, York, say hey to Polly, and but then don't oh, look for us. Polly. I went to a stream today. <gasps> How was it? It was great. Love Polly. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. It's-